This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, folks. This is Princess. You are listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to share with your friends. It's tough. We're in a very tough spot. I think that what we're doing right now is of great benefit and virtue because it's an end around between this whole corrupt informational system, media system. We claim to believe in a God who spoke the universe into existence and literally raised himself from the dead. And yet we are not going to believe that anything else exists in the spirit realm, even though his word tells us that they do. Their bodies weren't permitted to go to sleep like humans do, and they weren't permitted to go to heaven. So they wander the earth. You know, I've seen the eyes turn black to unknown tongues being spoken. These giants would live way up in the highland. The young braves, the young men would hide up in the trees and wait for one of these 12 footers to come walking down the path, and they would jump on them and kill them, drag them back to the village, and the village would feast on the body. Then people start to get weapons, they start to get armor, they start to build cities, they start to fortify their cities. Now, God looks down and there's violence everywhere. The battle, this war that we are at, is not against each other. It's against these principalities and these rulers and these archons in the high places. It's really worthwhile to read the Bible yourself. Fear is one of the primary drivers of mind control because we have to take every thought captive and resist fear. You're going to have a testimony that is a justice case against the kingdom of darkness. Welcome back to the Millennial Mustard Seed Podcast. I am your host, Rod, and thank you for being here with me for another awesome episode. I'm joined by David Beverly Sr. We are doing a mini-series here together, and this is our part one. In David's earlier days, he worked with Grammy Award winners such as Hank Williams Jr., the records from the 1980s, Crash Craddock, and Johnny Paycheck era, Take This Job and Shove It. David is a leading technologist and an author of a newspaper column. He's written hundreds of newspapers, and he is a former NASA employee. David served as an IT administrative technical support for multiple NASA orbits, developed at the Goddard Space Flight Center, the Hubble in-orbit repair missions in the early days of the development of the James Webb Telescope. And he served as a point of contact for many special projects. David's been to the Bolivian jungles in most remote places of the Amazon basin where no humans had ever traveled previously. He served as a technical advisor and lead engineer to the automated remote-controlled ground station at McMurdo Sound, Antarctica. And it was the technology that he created and engineered 
that used the ingesting data points for the polar orbiting spacecraft over Antarctica. <clears throat> he is also a student of biblical scriptures and studies Paleo-Hebrew. He is bold for the Lord. This is one of those kind of episodes, you guys, where this is the right person to be asking some of the weird questions I have. <laughs> and this is an edifying episode as well. David is on fire for the Lord. He believes in Jesus and the resurrection, and you can just hear it in his voice. Let your light shine before men that they would see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. David quotes from the scriptures quite regularly. In this episode, we lay a ground foundation for David's testimony, his past, all of these cool projects and things he did within NASA. I ask him some interesting questions like, is the earth round or flat? <laughs> he has a pretty interesting answer for us. And I ask about the black goo. This one is definitely worth your time. It is very edifying and eye-opening and many more great things to come. But for right now, I need you guys to leave me that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast catcher you are listening on. If you're on Apple, write us that written review and share these episodes. It really helps the algorithms. It helps the show grow. We're able to find one more person just like me and you. I'm giving a quick shout out to Benjamin White who dropped an album. He's a local artist and it's called Wake Up Sleeper. And I play one of his songs at the end of this episode. So you guys can look forward to some more of his music being found in the near future here on the podcast. As always, the details in the show notes, you guys can find my website, you can find the link to help us in our time of need, and you can also find the link to my book, The Words Are Salt, that is available on Amazon, paperback and hardcover right now. Through the link to David's website, you can also find his book, The Coming Flood of AI, The Rise of the Nephilim Spirits. Highly recommended. He's got five-star reviews across the board on Amazon with many people recognizing David's work at this point in time and the importance of it, especially for what is coming in the future. I know you guys are going to enjoy this roller coaster ride episode here with me and David. Don't forget to share this one. It makes a difference. I am not going to waste any more time because I am ready to jump into this episode. Are you guys ready? Let's go. I'm David Beverly, and you're listening to the Millennial Mustard Seed. David, it is an honor to be here with you, man. This is going to be a fascinating mini-series we're doing here together. Yes, sir. I want to say something about our prayer we just had. Yes. So many Christians, sadly, want to poo-poo the efforts of people like us, what we do. The scripture emphatically states have nothing to do with the unfruitful works of darkness but expose them so how can you expose them if you don't know what they are just saying yeah that's one of the premises of the show here and really david in a lot of ways i'm kind of capturing the growth journey because there's so many other people out there that would have these like campfire conversations throughout my life where it's like 
they'd have a beer or two and then they're willing to talk about their sleep paralysis or something they've seen in the sky. But they pretend and act like nothing is going on. Nonchalant, serendipitous, sequacious, just go with the flow when it's everyday programmed life. And I started to really get upset with that. And when I came to the Lord about nine years ago, 10 years ago now, I was asking God questions in the secret, in the secret place and the responses I was getting Let's just say I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing here today. Amen, brother. Right. You have a background in many different areas. I'm not going to stumble through it, but give us a brief overview of what, how you became the David you are today. I I say very often that God has set me up for such a time as this. And and I, because I, I maintain my sense of humor. So God set me up. And, and what I mean by that, and not everybody catches it, right? Because we, we don't all kind of speak the same vernacular. And, and so God brought me to this point through my life, through many experiences. I, I wanted to be uh, a, a professional musician, and I was uh, many, many years ago. I played with Grammy award-winning musicians. I played on country chart records. I played guitar. I performed guitar on those, on those records. And uh, I was in the business, but it wasn't conducive to a normal life, right? And, and I liked coming home. I hated the road, for example. And then this, I, I, I had a natural knack for working on technology, repairing technology. I just understood. It was like the computer uh, whisperer. I mean, I literally could just look at something and just know. And you, uh, people ask me, how did you know what to do? I don't know. And I recently told my boss even, I said, hey, I don't really know anything, but I know that God will give me the answer. I told my boss this. And, and I said it loudly so everybody in the IT department could hear me. I said, God will tell me what I need to know. And, and it's like, a, it's a, that's, you know, that still small voice that the scripture speaks of, right? Oh, yes, I do. It, so, but we have, to, we have to learn to discern. It, it's a practice to be able to turn down the noise of the world, Right? Because Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, another they will not follow. Well, wait a minute. That means that there are voices, folks. See, much of our thoughts in our mind are not our own. But we, generally speaking, the average person is apt to, whatever they think in their head, they think it's their thought. And they act on it. Okay? And sometimes it's, it's the fiery, many times, it's the fiery darts of the enemy of our eternal souls who, who wants to put fear into your mind. That didn't come from God, folks. Okay. So I had this natural tendency towards tech since I was a child. I write it in my book, The Coming Flood of AI, The Rise of the Nephilim Spirits. I, I write that I just knew how things worked. And my dad used to do these stupid kid, kid tricks. He would have his friends over and he was a, a career sailor. And so he had all these young sailors under his command. Okay. And they would come over for, for dinner and stuff. And he'd say, Dave, t- tell them how this radio works. And I would explain the components, all the components and how they worked in that radio when I was like 10 years old. Okay. I was a weird kid. That, that, believe it or not, uh, and I make jokes. I said, I used to drink, chase women, and play guitar, and that led to a job at NASA. That's practically oh, the truth, okay? My and, kind and of guy. <laughs> listen, 
Even in my sin, God had his hand over me. And I want to tell you, anybody listening, don't think for a moment that you're not worthy of, of knowing the most high, because quite frankly, you're not. But it's Holy Spirit who draws you. We are not worthy of salvation ever, ever. But, but God, that, that through his Holy Spirit, will draw you unto Christ. Do not wait another moment to say yes to Jesus. Don't kid yourself and think, well, when I get right, that's when I'm going to, you know, talk to Jesus. No, no, wrong. While you are still yet sinners, Christ died for you. Okay. So knowing that now in hindsight, okay. But back then I knew all about tech. I had a natural tendency towards it. And one day I literally got a call from NASA. I had put my then very thin resume on this new thing called the World Wide Web. Okay. And they called me and they, 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 the woman on the other phone actually said, I saw your resume on the internet. I was like, I'm thinking to myself, really? Okay. She's chewing gum in the conversation. And I hear her, her voice, like she kind of grunts, like, uh, you know, and I'm like, oh, what's up? She says, oh, I'm working on this NT box. And, and I said, oh, oh, just type this command, click here, do that. Well, the, the machine was fixed. I was hired. My, my interview for working at NASA was they took me to lunch and asked me how much money did I need to make. Okay. So that led to me doing a special project for a guy who was a thorn in the side of most people. His name was Mike Camberiati. If you look up NASA Mike on the internet, you'll find his website and he does handstands all over the world at South Pole Station, Great Wall of China. He's a crazy over-the-top kind of guy. So Mike was doing this project going to the North Pole. And I said, hey, we do this thing at NASA called, called ground truthing. It's where you calibrate instruments of spacecraft that are above. So you, you do measurements at ground level and you calibrate it with the instrument and, that, and you correlate the two. Okay, that's, that, that's it in a nutshell. They were going to the floating sheet of ice at the North Pole to calibrate a polar orbiting spacecraft, okay? I said, hey, Mike, while we're up there, why don't we do this thing called a webcast? He's like, what's that? Now, remember, video on the internet was brand new. This was in, 19, in the 1990s. So I explained it to him. So the next thing I know, I'm going to the North Pole to do the first webcast from the North Pole. That caused a... Uh, Basically, it was my claim to fame at NASA. Suddenly, all other project scientists all over Goddard were asking me to go out and support them in the field for their field science work. So suddenly, I'm thrust. Again, God is setting me up, right? Because I didn't make this happen. I'm just doing my thing. I'm not paying no attention to like a great plan, Okay. Next thing I know, I'm in the Amazon basin for a month. I'm in Antarctica. I'm on the Hawaiian Islands for a couple of weeks, a couple of times. I'm in Aruba. I'm in Svalbard. Okay. And so I experienced all of those things in my 12-year tenure at NASA. Uh, strictly happenstance. You know, kind of like, like what scientists say about evolution. It just happened. You know, it was a cosmic accident, right? That's what they say, you know. 
because where because their baseline for their belief is uh has does not have god in it so god brought me to this point where i'm at today um married with the last of my four children still living at home uh we actually adopted gabby from guatemala when she was a baby and uh and then God has opened my eyes, understanding tech. Remember, I just understand it. It's, you know, the scripture says spiritual things are discerned spiritually. So we have this errant idea that tech is outside the purview of God. Okay. We don't bring an understanding of what the Most High says to what tech is. Now, y'all can't see this, so you're just going to have to imagine in your mind's eye. I'm holding a computer CPU, and I, I write about this in my book in, in section one. So a CPU, a computer chip, is the central processing unit, and they have this tin top. That's a heat sink. They have this silica mid part where all the circuitry is etched with light, by the way. They use this chemical that changes the function of the silica and it becomes a semiconductor. They can etch, burn in with light, a laser, the circuit. And then on the bottom are gold pins. So in Genesis, right, God tells Adam to have dominion over the fish, right, and the birds of the air, the fowl of the air. He says, and to subdue the earth right? So Adam was handed dominion over Haaretz, over the earth. Exactly. And so what's the CPU? Tin, sand, and gold. Where do those things come from? The Etheretz, the earth. That's right. That's right. And see, people, they don't, they don't make that connection. They don't, they, they think this is outside the purview of God's creation, and it's not. We're subduing the earth. That is tech. Exactly. Hey, by the way, last time I heard, checked my Bible, it says that man is made from the dust of the earth. Yes. Okay, so wait a minute. So tech and man are made from the same stuff of the earth. Yeah. You know, we we have metals in us. We have iron in our blood. We have magnesium, right? Potassium. These are all elements on the periodic table, right? We have oxygen. Hey, you ever heard of, a, of a people, human beings being called carbon-based life forms? <laughs> yeah. That means we have carbon in us, right? Yeah. Okay, carbon and oxygen and iron and all, all of these things that you can look at a periodic table and, and, and all that stuff makes us up. It's, it's the dust of the earth. Okay. So in that connection, when you realize that we're all made from the same things, hey, hey, did a CPU evolve from nothing? Didn't it take an intelligence to take that dust of the earth and make it? Oh, no, no. We just took some tin and some sand and some gold dust and threw it in a corner and just waited for a real long time and it formed a CPU. Now that, 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 that statement is asinine, right? 
So why is it that we allow ourselves to believe that we just formed over billions of years from the, from the dust of the earth, from the elements? That is a, quite frankly, it is a stupid statement. It really is. There had to be an intelligence, a great all-knowing intelligence to create man. If you listen to a, a biologist who is actually uh, truthful in their statements, they're not worried about how much funding they're going to lose. Okay, They will tell you that a cell, just a single cell body is so complex that they can't even fully understand it. A single cell. Okay, when you listen, when they're, when they're actually honest, intellectually honest, they will tell you this. Exactly. Uh, if, they're, if they're trying to get millions of dollars in funding, that's the last thing they're going to do. Why? Because the world, the entire world and every system in this world is controlled by Hasatan, the opposer of the Most High. Okay, under, oh, by the way, you get this for free. Satan is not the enemy's name. It's actually a shortened, abridged version of Hasatan, the opposer. It's not his name. The accuser of the brethren. And then what about Nahash in Genesis? Nahash? Yeah, that's a a serpent. That is a a silvery, shiny serpent. He's (laughs) able to fly through the air, what we call the air, what the Bible calls the first heaven. Well, okay. he was past tense, yeah. able to fly through the air. <laughs> well, that one was, but wait a minute, that one was. There's but others. Listen, there's been there's many, others. many, many, many others. By the way, <laughs> yeah. by the way, isn't Hasatan called the prince of the power of the air? Exactly. Right? Fascinating. And so that, that same personage, for lack of a better word right now, that same type of being rules the world today. It's not until we read Revelation when Jesus comes on the the clouds with a multitude of heavenly hosts that we see written from the angel proclaiming, the kingdoms of the world have now become the kingdoms of our Lord and Savior. So last time I checked, Jesus has not come back yet. There are some people who want to say he already did. That's, That's a lie from the pit of hell, as the saying goes. Okay? But nonetheless... Hasatan rules the world and every system in it, our education system, our medical system, our, 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 the food chain, right? And so the average person, even the average Christian, believes that the world actually cares for them, that the medical system actually cares for them, that that the education system actually wants you to have knowledge and understanding. When in actuality, ed- the education s- system teaches knowledge that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And dare I say, that includes our seminaries, folks. Okay? And, and it's been a, how can I call this? A thorn in my side, <laughs> another thorn in my side, that I've given copies of my book to so many pastors that I know and some that I don't. In the moment they see the title, they reject it because they've been taught in the seminaries that the sons of God mentioned in Genesis 6, the Benai Elohim, are the sons of Seth. And that I also explain in my book, 
that basically just to summarize that whole scenario, why would they come up with this idea that the Benai Elohim are the sons of Seth is that they take this one scripture, especially in the King James version, it started and propagated out to newer versions is, um, this is when men began to call upon the name of the Lord. That's the scripture. In the Hebrew, it's, it's halal kara b'shem adonai. Halal means profane. It doesn't mean to call upon. Okay? So in reality, the actual accurate, and the only place you see this is a, is a Jewish... I have it in my book. It's a Jewish version of the Bible and one, one English version. Some in the NIV and the NLT, it's become so corrupt, it's absurd. It says this is when God, when men began to praise the name of the Lord. Halal is the opposite of praise. Okay. And so that scripture singly has misled people to teach that the sons of God are not angels, what we call angelic hosts, spirit beings, because after all, angels don't have sex, right? Because Jesus said that, right? Oh, by the way, Jesus was quoting from the book of Enoch when he said that. <laughs> okay? That the angels, the angel, you shall be, remember that scripture, I'm paraphrasing it, where, the, where they try to trip up Jesus and they say, uh, a woman has a husband, he dies, she marries his brother, he dies, she marries his brother, he dies, and so on, about five times in. And they say to Jesus, who will be her husband in the next life? And he, he kind of chuckles to himself. And he says, you err because you do not know the scriptures. I'm paraphrasing, but that's what it says. He says, you err because you do not know the scriptures. When, when in the next life you shall be the, like the angels, neither marrying or being taken in marriage. So people take that and propagate it out and say, it's impossible, Brother Dave, to have for angels to have sex or procreate with human beings. But we forget these are rebellious angels, not keeping their first estate like it says in Jude. Right? Well, just let me comment real quick. Sure. To be married is not the same as to know. So when Adam knew his wife. Yes. And marriage is different. So, I mean, I'm not trying to make something out of nothing, but if we wanted to get really down to the nitty and gritty in that passage, Jesus is saying that we shall be like the angels. We shall not marry nor be given in marriage. There's, we're the bride of Christ. We belong to him. He's our portion, Amen. right? That's right. But it does not excommunicate the idea that you will not have abilities, let's just say a really broad stroke term there in that next life. And I'm not insinuating like sexual intercourse for the people that m their mind may want to go there, but I'm saying no man's mind can understand that which is stored up for those who endure the elect. Right. So we really, we, we can't really go there. We kind of have to cap out and go, listen, in that area of thought, I got to max out here, but man, I am no, you can buckle the seatbelt tight enough. You're going to fly off that roller coaster ride when, if you make it through this tight and narrow path, because yes. the things stored up for us are going to be so magnificent, but fascinating, man. So dude, you worked at NASA. All right. I got to ask you a question. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, My mind so, is going like 10 different ways. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, man. Cause if you super let me excited go, here, you, you let me go and I'm just going <laughs> to 
<laughs> last through. All right, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Um, is the Earth flat? Um. Okay, I worked at NASA, right? Yes. I worked at NASA. You're the guy. Okay, wait, wait. I can give a yes or no answer, but I'd like to qualify my yes or no answer. Please do. Is that okay? Please do. Okay. Yes. So I worked at NASA when I was a child, that weird kid who just knew how tech worked. I knew about all of the Mercury flights and all the astronauts. I knew about Gemini. I knew about all the satellite launches, even the spacecraft, the platforms we sent to Venus and all that rigmarole. I had these books that my mother bought for the series, That these little booklets. You put stickers in them. It was you know kid fun back then. We didn't have the internet and cell phones, right? So we read for fun, okay? And so I was a, a classic Uber nerd, capital letters. And so... When I went to NASA, I believed all the stuff. I taught remote sensing. I taught the processing of satellite data, ingesting and, and, and processing satellite data to university level students all over the world, literally. And so I drank that Kool-Aid deep. And I believed that the universe was this ever expanding vacuum of space with these huge galactic structures that all had billions of stars. And obviously, if there's billions of stars, just like our sun, Helios, right? Or Sol. If there's billions of stars like that out there, well, logic dictates there's got to be extra extrasolar planets. That's the term they use for planets that are going around other stars, right? There's got to be. Logic dictates, right? And besides, God is so infinite in his creation. And I'm not mocking the idea of that. I'm saying that this is the, as somebody who wants, who's educated, who interjects God into that. So I believed all of that, but then this thing happened about over a decade ago. It was like, I don't know, 2012, 2013. Holy spirit. I was asking God, Lord, I don't understand if there's space aliens out there. Why doesn't your word say anything about it? And Holy spirit said, they're demons. Those space aliens are demons. And I, and it was, I was like, that was, that was revelatory. And, and listen, a man did not tell me this Holy spirit did. And so sometimes, you know, God's not going to tell you a truth that you're not ready to receive. He's just not. And so and then another thing is, is the last thing that God is going to do is bless you with a word of knowledge so that you can make it profane by rejecting it, you know? And so I came to him like a child, like we're supposed, like the scripture says, I wasn't processing it that way, but that's what happened. I came to the most high, like a child and said, Lord, I don't understand. And Holy Spirit said, they're demons. Okay. I still believed in a vast universe, vacuum of space, spinning globe. Millions and millions of billions and billions, as Carl Sagan used to say, of stars. I still believed in that. It wasn't until 2016 that this thing called Flat Earth Clues came out by a guy named Mark Sargent. Okay. And I'm like, okay, this is absurd. What are they going to say next on the internet? And I listened to Mark's series of pieces and I actually listened to them as they were coming out. So I was waiting with waiting with bated breath for each release. Okay. And as I listened to his, his, his very sound reasoning, I was like, Oh my Lord, how is it that I've been forcing 
Copernican cosmology into what the scriptures plainly state. Because in Copernican cosmology, the sun forms first after the Big Bang from, the, from this vast amount of dust hurtling through the vacuum of space. The sun forms first and then the planetary bodies form around it. Well, our scriptures tell us that the sun, the moon, and the stars are not created until the fourth day. And, and, and Genesis 1 tells us much more than that. So it tells us that they're basically, even though it doesn't say these words, it, 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 logic, true, honest logic says there's no such thing as outer space. It's called outer darkness where there is wailing and gnashing of teeth. And the construct of our universe is there's waters above, there's waters below. God put this thing called a rakia to separate them. And then on another day, this is after he said, let there be light, by the way. Okay. I'm assuming everyone listening has at least had a cursory glance at the scriptures. So on another day, he calls up Haaretz, the earth. He separates the waters over here to this one area and he, he calls up the earth and then grass starts growing in trees. Now, hey, wait a minute. We still don't have the sun, moon, and the stars yet. Okay. Because that's day three. And then on day four, we get the sun, moon, and the stars. And they're for signs and seasons and one to, to rule over the day and one to rule over the night. And by the way, the moon gives off its own light. It is a lie from the pit of hell. It is knowledge that exalts itself against the knowledge of God to say that the moon reflects the sunlight. And by the way, honest examination, a scientific examination of the light that the moon reflects, it's not sunlight. It gives off its own cold light. And see, the world is as what God has, the Most High has told us through the, through the great holy scriptures. And thank the Lord that he has made it that what he told men of God of, of old to write down that we've preserved this up until the last days. We've perfectly preserved it up until the last days. And God also addresses that. It, seal these things up until the time of the end, God tells Daniel. Okay. And it's also written in Revelation. Seal these things up until the time of the end. And in some places it's written, do not seal these things up. And so the earth is flat and enclosed. We have a, and nobody really knows the design of the earth and its size, not really, because no one has been above the earth to look down upon it, except for the Most High from his perspective. Now, yeah, yeah, there's angelic hosts and all, but the one who can see it all, all creation, is the creator of all. And so when we get challenged, and I'm actually doing a debate coming up soon on uh, Copernican cosmology versus biblical cosmology. When we examine what the world sciences teach us today, it starts with a lie. So the whole idea of a spinning earth globe and all of their models and all of their math that so-called uh, proves things is based, the beginning of it is a lie. There is no God. Everything formed out of nothing from a great big explosion. If you start, if your foundation is a lie, everything built upon it is a lie. 
Does that make any sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like all of this information, like we've in bite-sized chunks have dived into, but to have somebody with your background saying it, you know, this is something fascinating I was talking about recently with another friend of mine. And I'm going, the responses I get from listeners all around the world, when a qualified person comes in and, and literally verbatim says what we have been talking about, let's, I haven't designated a whole episode to flat earth or these kind of thoughts, but in bite-sized chunks over the years, it's almost like a puzzle piece clicks in place. So I started Amen. to understand this is the representation of the ecclesia, the ecclesia, diversity of gifts, one spirit, one baptism, one truth. So Praise sometimes God. the the gifting that you have and the knowledge, the way that you deliver the information is going to resonate with certain people. They could hear somebody else all day long and it just doesn't click for them. It's sure. a timing thing. So and anyway, that leads to my whole thoughts on how God wants this in humility to be a joint effort of his body. There is no one man on a pedestal. This is the body of Christ, the bride of Christ. Um, but anyway, not. Yes. I don't want to, you know, steer. No, no, no. no. Listen, you're, you're, you're blessing my socks off right now, dude. You're <laughs> oh, so accurate. No, I'm serious. It, 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 it makes my heart sore because you have understanding. Listen, by the way. Your understanding only comes from Holy Spirit, dude, because we've all been educated yes. in the same beast system. Listen, I've got a, I did a, a presentation to a church last week and I've got a globe here. I borrowed from my daughter's school. I've got a globe here and we all went to the same school systems that little Johnny in, in second grade was caught up in front of the class and say, show us where you live, Johnny. And he spins the globe and points down. And he gets an applause and he's all beefed up now. He's all puffed up because now he's so smart. He could point at that globe and show you where he lived. Well, that reinforces that freaking satanic lie into your psyche, drives it in and it stays, folks. Understanding yeah. the truth of the world that we live in is the work of Holy Spirit. God's yes. not by might and not by power, but by my spirit. Yes, the rule. Okay. Oh my gosh, yes. And this is what's fascinating, you know, because the nobodies are going to become somebody's and the somebody's are going to become nobodies. And that's that's what, has, I've been saying that for years, he, bro. Right. He who does not have what he does have shall be taken. Yes. And he that, who has that little, the five or the ten talents, yes. he's going to be given. Give, uh, give the one who had nothing to the one who has ten. Yeah, we and think it's, it's just money. We think it's just money or things. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah, well, that's falling apart. So we can't bank on that, <laughs> pun intended, for too much longer. That's but right. no, I mean, our treasure is th this mystery, right? This unfolding mystery of the yes. revelation of who Jesus is, how much he loves us. The wealth of this fleshly vessel the price that was paid for us that's the ultimate like like that's the driving force of everything that i do yeah but this layered deception there's people out there that have they belong to the shepherd yes right? they're a lost and wandering sheep and they yes. are you know the premises of the show david a million messages a million signals causing confusion and chaos Yes. And so unlayering this stuff, systematically going through the Hegelian dialectic breakdown, demonic yes. signaling designs, and just letting the word of God mean what it says, say what it means. But through the spirit, we understand this because Amen, religion dude. is not going to be able to yes. offer the insights. I don't care. All right, man.
No, yeah, go. I'm, I'm gonna. I got to get off my soapbox. I want to ask. No, you stay some on the soapbox, man. Stay <laughs> no, on the soapbox. My audience is gonna be like, "We've heard this a million times." No, <laughs> Move I, on. I, listen. So what? So we heard it a million and one. Listen. Yeah. Because you know what? The enemy uses pushing this garbage on your mind a million times. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And so we, our fight back, and I have a good brother in Christ. His name is Lee, and he has a, a channel called uh, Conservative Racer. And he and I, he's a man that I turn to when I need a man who's going to understand. Okay? Understand me when I'm in pain or distraught over a rejection of the truth that I'm speaking. Right? Because, brother, it causes us pain, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it does. I, 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 I'm not saying, oh, well, I'm a great prophet. No, I'm just saying the prophets of old, I have a sense of what they felt. I have a, a small, a tiny, tiny, tiny hair's breadth understanding of what Jesus felt. He was despised and rejected. Yeah. Okay. And well, he is the truth. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Okay. And listen, listen, I, you know, I'm going off on a tangent, folks. We got to see the Bible as a whole, right? And so even Jesus said, you know, that we have this false idea that um, to sh we forget to share in his resurrection. We are to share in his sufferings. Mm -hmm. We will. We are part of those sufferings. We're just depressed through when we're rejected. It's okay. It's okay. If you don't want to believe what I know, not just what I think to be true. No. Again, like I said a moment ago, we have all been uh, edu educated in the same beast system. Okay. And people look at us when we say these things that are outside of their normalcy bias. People look at us like we're crazy or we grew up somewhere in a, in a jungle land raised by wolves or something. Okay. And, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's what they look. And they all like, oh, come yeah. on, Dave. When I stood in master control where I work, I work at a broadcast facility and I stood yeah. in there and I told the other engineers, guys, the earth is flat and enclosed. Like the Bible says, all many of them Christians. Oh, come on, David. You know? And I'm Man. like, okay. Well, that's all right. And the thorn in the flesh that, that you've referenced a couple of times, that is fascinating because the Apostle Paul talks about the thorn in the flesh was given to him to keep him humble because of the deep revelation that he had. He that's wouldn't right. be exalted or puffed up, that he would actually, um, through meekness, you know, through this vulnerability, right, yes. would that's be able right. to keep in communion with God. And it's fascinating because a lot of the times from the outside looking in, I've had people do this to me, well, your life's not perfect and you still ain't doing this right. Or, you know, they'll point out all these flaws. Yep. And it's like they try to justify what you're saying that clearly resonates with them because of the reaction, which I'm not stupid right but you yeah. can see that they're, they're you're ruffling the feather because of what you're speaking is truth but they want to like um it's past blame shift like you know what i mean oh no well let yes. me um deflect to your defaults so that i can feel comfort in pointing out your flaws instead of understanding that yes. you are a vessel of humility that the most high may choose at times to speak through and it's just fascinating because those with an ear to hear understand what's happening but we also through uh, uncovering this these layers of deception, David, it's helping people to really, you know, process this information because the information out there right now, you know, with uh, the vax, right? I yeah, mean, we got a bunch yeah. of heat in 2020. Me and LA Marzoli did an episode. We literally were combating it saying, don't take it. 
pray, do your own research. Don't let nobody fear monger you and the the hardship and deprivation that came from producing content like that throughout the years. Now, every news station, they're talking about, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. And I'm just sitting back. Nobody wants. Listen, you guys, nobody wants to say I told you so in this situation. That's not the goal. No, because because it's more no pride here. It's painful. It was so painful. It's terribly painful. The cost. Oh, my gosh. And then. okay, so now the guy who loves you tried to warn you now still has to bear the burden and try to comfort people who rejected him that are now coming and crying to him. You want to talk about we need the Holy Spirit. The Ruach HaKodesh is necessary more now than ever, more now than ever. Dude, it's, I have it's, a, it's unbelievable. I, yeah. I have another section on that website if you type covidcrazy.com or .net because I took both URLs. Oh, jeez. I, I printed QR codes that would take people to what the truth of the dude. I'm a I'm an ordained minister. I wrote. Oh wow! Listen, it doesn't Man, matter. You're full it, of surprises, <laughs> no, 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 brother. I, God is just dumped. I have no excuse not to serve Him because I I he would he be well righteous to take away everything from me if I don't use what he's given me. And, it, and it's so, so much, it's almost unfair sometimes. I, I think I'm like, man, Lord, you're just pouring stuff into me. Praise God. I better do something Too with much it. Much is given, much is required, <laughs> brother. Right. And wow. Yes. And wow. so I wrote letters for military people, for nurses, for my own son, me and my son, we were, we had campaigns for local office because we saw what was coming. If we didn't stop it locally, this stuff is, they're going to take, they're going to see and take ownership of your actual body, folks. That's where this all of this stuff is going. And we, and we got to stop it locally. We still, in this country, we still have the ability to control our local government. But no one's taking action to do so. They're just saying, oh, the government said so. No, folks, that's, come on. Oh, well, they'll refer to, what is it, uh, Romans 13, you know? Obey your leaders. Okay. Yeah, oh, geez. That's Don't they even forget. get me started on that. That's, that's a whole other miniseries. Yet that the disciples were enemies of the state. I guess the exactly. disciples were doing evil. When they said, well, don't go out there and preach in that name anymore, what did they do? They went, oh, they went off and just said, oh, well, the government said not to. Well, and it's like this language barrier, too, <laughs> where like modern, you know, the, the hermeneutics, right, for this, that people don't actually understand that. The disciples were not out rallying violent raids against their government. They literally, the words that were coming out of their mouth, right, (laughs) was what got them, you know, also crucified and killed. Because the whole thing is, is when the truth is in you, the world is going to hate you when the truth of Jesus is in you. And the thing, bro, I'm not trying to rally anybody together to go against X, Y, and Z. No, we expose the darkness and God will do the rest. We, we humble obedience. We come to him. We cry out to him. We can, we're clay. We are clay in the potter's hand. His clay. His clay. <sighs> Brother, yes. I'm reminded, I think it's Ezekiel's, forgive me if I'm I'm saying it's the wrong, wrong book, where God, it says men came down with writing. Uh, one had a writing tool. Uh, the men were angels. Okay. The most high sends them down there. They, they look like men. You know, angels can appear as men folks. Oh yes. And so yes, they can. The, the man of God says that the one angel has said, go and put my mark upon the people who cry out for the abominations being done in the city. The rest of them, he tells the other angels when he's done, kill them all, destroy them all. But guess what? He didn't say, hey, go put my mark upon the people who were taking up arms and fist fighting with the people that were doing wrong. No, he said the ones who speak, cry out 
against the abominations. That would be those of us who cried out and begged people. I begged my pastor not to shut the doors, not to put up uh, hand-washing stations, not to wear masks, not not to encourage people to take the vaccine. I begged them. And what did they do? Well, I'm just crazy Dave. And if I, if I have pain in my voice, there is pain. Because now, just like my good brother Roger said, now we're called by Holy Spirit to comfort those people who realize they really screwed up. And they didn't listen to the leading of the still small voice of Holy Spirit. Okay? And, and <laughs> praise God. I've had people come to me and say, man, I have to tell you, you were right. He said, I got all these diseases now I never had before. He said, you were right. He goes, I just couldn't believe that the CDC would lie to us. And I'm thinking, how could you not believe that? You know. Well, I mean, and comforting people at this level, like pray about it. So if somebody really, you know, because it says he who is spiritual can discern all things. So somebody is spiritual, right? And and they're like, let's just say they're off the beaten track. They haven't really been coming to the Lord with everything. Those people who have that in them, if we can encourage them, the scriptures also say, ye who are spiritual, you save your brother out of the fire, right? There, there's a sin that leads not unto death. So I don't think that God sees my rebellion for you know, anger or lust or anything in the past that I'm guilty of any different than somebody's sin of fear because they, they bowed down to the fear of what the CDC was pushing and what these doctors were saying, or that they believe them over because all of us are guilty of something. We all have a little something wrong and we all have a little something right. But they do have to repent. They have to repent. And there's consequences too. I mean, for us and for them for certain things, but the blood, right? We're talking the long game now. We're That's talking right. the long game. All right, dude, I want to throw another question at you because yeah. this is super fascinating. This conversation is now edif- it's edifying and it's eye-opening in certain ways. So I want to know, do you have any idea of what the med beds are? And let's talk a little bit about graphene oxide. Okay. Med beds. Okay. The only time I've ever heard that term was in a movie um, uh, that uh, Marky Mark was in. Um I've never actually, I've seen that advertised shortly and I, off the top of my head, uh, I spent very little time on it because, you know, the scripture says that there will be a great deception. Okay. If you don't take anything out of this talk from me, please put this in your psyche. The great deception is not coming. We've been born into it. Okay, it's not coming. We're already in it. We're at the come out of her, my people part. Okay, it's time to wake up and shake yourself of the deception, the satanic, demonic deception that has veiled your heart and your mind. So, therefore, your, your preconceived notions keep you from seeing. And so, the med bed stuff, honestly. I saw as an artificial intelligence deception. People will say to me, well, well, Dave, that, that was before um, artificial intelligence existed. No, a satanic ruse. Let me explain just briefly how simple it is for the demonic to heal you. They stop tormenting you. 
So see, God has fearfully and wonderfully made our bodies and we are able to heal, heal ourselves in, in many aspects, but we're under attack constantly by the environment, by the air, by the water, by the, by the uh, genetically modified foods that don't belong in our body, but we don't really have a choice, right? So we eat all of this satanically modified environmental garbage, we're under attack. And then not then also on top of that, we're we're the demons are to torment mankind. This is what God tells Enoch. So you can get supernatural comma holding up air quotes, miraculous healing when basically Hasatan just pulls him away. He says, ah, no, don't bother him anymore. Okay. Well, that's leaving out God. No, you can't get healing from the most high, but I'm just speaking in generalizations. These med beds and all of this tech that's going to produce medical miracles. By the way, all of these things are using AI because the way to understand the processes of our bodies is very granular. You got to get down to the below the cellular level, to the genetic level. Well, how do you do that as a human? You don't. You got to use artificial intelligence, which is a component of all of this the med beds and all of this stuff. It's said plainly by the purveyors, the creators of AI, the, the Sam Altman's and the Bill Gates's, if that was a word, of the world, that artificial intelligence hallucinates. That's a euphemistic word for lies that they say hallucinate. Okay. So they know for a fact that artificial intelligence, hey, if you're doing a study on the mechanics of cellular body interaction, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, at the, at the nuclear level, and you're looking at what I like to call a scrying mirror, a screen, a computer screen, a scrying mirror. You know the term? You know the term, right, Rod? No, I don't think I've ever heard the term like okay, that before. Uh, I'll say that mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them? That's a scrying mirror. Okay. So yes. Scrying, yes. I'm familiar. Scrying mirror is is a is a is a is a is a tech. It's a it's a mirror that's designed to speak to the demonic. By the way, or the spirit realm. We have scriptural examples of that. The witch at Endor had a had a glass ball, a crystal ball. When the king, Saul, went to her and said, hey, I want to call up Samuel. You remember that in Kings? She called up Samuel yes. and she saw an Elohim, a spirit being. Yes. She cried out. Okay, so we have scriptural examples that these things are real. They're not just the musings of movie producers. Okay? They're real. We live in a spiritual world. A spirit, a great spirit, spoke it into existence. Okay, so my point <laughs> is that we are being fed information through a filter that is antichrist. And so I don't know that we should necessarily trust it. Now, look, the problem with all of this, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you are. You and I have not met face-to-face, -face, so I don't know that you're a real person and you don't know that I'm a real person. And we're living in a time right now that I could be AI. And so could you, Rod. I, I, forgive me, I'm, I'm just saying. That we're living in a time when all of this could be a ruse, all of it. 
And so we have to use Holy Spirit led discernment. Yes. And we have to. And that's the one, when I say thing, it gives me a facial tick because Holy Spirit is not a thing. He's a person. He's the spirit of the living God. And so, and he speaks what the father says. That's what the scriptures tell us and praise God. That's the truth. Look, <laughs> we have to practice discernment and, and by Holy Spirit leading, not our own, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So, <laughs> I, I get, I get, I get chuckly because God is, God just makes me laugh. He's, he's so good, you know, and, and we, the thing that we have in Christ Jesus, and it's unique to those who call upon the name of the Lord only the demons and the rebellious angels cannot hear the voice of the most high. The scripture says, who can know the heart of a man, but the spirit of a man. But we have the mind of Christ. That's not being braggadocious, braggadocious, whatever the word is. It's the reality of what Holy Spirit comes in. He'll go, I, 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 you know, you, you don't want to do that, Dave. Well, I, I, I really, sometimes I say why, but I, I still listen to him while I'm saying why, you know? And, or Dave, Dave, that's, that, that's not a real person or Dave, you know, whatever they can't hear. This is our advantage in these end of days, but I'm telling you, you don't kid yourself. If you don't hear the voice of the most high, I'm sorry, folks, you don't have a relationship with him. Sorry, not sorry. It's not my fault. You better cry out to the Lord and ask, ask to hear from him. Now, I have my dry spells for whatever reason, where I feel like I haven't heard from, from my father in heaven in a, in a while. Sometimes an hour could feel like a long while. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Anyway, but look, this is what we have to do in these end of days or because the deception is so thick. The med beds, even if they heal you, what they're doing in these, um, they're calling them, what are they calling them? These modern health centers. Um, oh man, the word eludes me. What they are is like a rage against the pharmaceutical machine, right? They're like a rage against that machine or the idea of you stick some chemicals in it, it changes your body chemistry and now you're healed, which is another lie. That rage is actually the intended outcome of the original issue that that it's hegelian that they're driving us to go and pick another system that's still of the beast system get what i'm saying yeah exactly. I, sorry I, I and i don't please forgive me if, if i'm if i'm being a downer they are corralling us by, yeah, they're destroying us with their pharmaceuticals and their wrong ideas about health that lacks like nutrition and, you know, all the stuff you need for living. I mean, hey, they even took away clean oxygen for a while there and said, that's how you're going to live well. <laughs> right? Yeah. The, the level of warfare that we are experiencing, we are walking miracles, in my opinion. Brother. You and I talking about this stuff, we know it because of God's spirit 
if that's not a miracle, I don't, I don't know what is. Yeah. It's a miracle. I, sh I was such a sinner in my old life. He had every right to just destroy me. Yeah. And no, no. He said, no, Dave, no. I'm going to bless you. <laughs> and, and above, I'm going to be accountable to that blessing. Which I'm telling you, count the cost. Isn't it? Take up your cross and follow me, Jesus said. You know? So, so Dave, let me ask you about this. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the black goo? Have you heard of black goo? Are you familiar with what it entails? There's a lot of yeah. information floating around out there. Yep. Any thoughts on that? Yes. Uh, it is It is not inherently sentient. It is uh, endued with, with intelligence by the demonic. So just the goo in and of itself is not sentient. It's endued with sentience, much the same way that tech is not, it's not machine learning, folks. Okay, AI is, well, it's just because it's so complex and so much text that it's smart. No, it's endued by the demonic with, with intelligence, sentience. It is. The black goo, if you guys just think back, if you can recall in your childhood, I never saw massive granite buildings, edifices of, our, of the power of our nation, like the White House and all of these things in the world. They were, they were gleaming white, right, buildings. Now they're, they're covered with black goo. They're covered. Just look around. My, my concrete out back is, is covered. It's black. Well, that's just dirt in the air, really. Because when, um, when the whole COVID experience started, and we're not going to take a hit for saying these things, are we? We're going to take a hit. I, you know what? I've been yeah. taking hits my whole life. I just. Oh, oh okay. Well, I mean, by hit, what I mean by hit is when I when I told it's a people, trigger word that's going to get me blacklisted. Man, well, I've had yeah. journalists from South Africa reach out to me recently, and they're like, "How come I've never heard of you before? Only through collaborating with like the minds like Josh Peck that they found me, and they're going, dude, I've been looking for content like what you're producing.' I'm going, well. Let's just say the guy in the airways is not happy with what I talk about. So we're right. already on that list. Uh, when, I, when I, in the midst of the COVID experience, when I told people to pray, they deleted my 10,000 head count channel. They said it was, it was a community standards, uh, medical misinformation. Exactly. Yeah. They literally, people think, you know, that doesn't happen. No, they deleted my entire channel because I told people to pray. Yes. <laughs> so and now they shadow ban we got all these new terms now right they shadow ban your your material dude i've been doing this for decades and nobody knows who i am and and why but but they know who the guy who makes the cat videos with a cat mask and dances around in a stupid garbage millions know about him you know and uh but hey remember who runs the world we live in you know um <laughs> so the carbon um the black goo you were mentioning it when the covid experience happened in the in the very beginning of it and my pastor and again 
you got to understand, I love these people. I'm still attending that local church. And I left for a little while because I so it was painful to go in there and see what they were doing. It was painful. I was like, nope, I'm just not going. Why do you remain, Dave? Because I'm the only person saying the things that that you and I, are, Rod, are saying in my body. And if I leave, then no one's saying it, right? I'm, I'm hopefully I'm a light unto the truth in that body. It's not that my pastor is not a great servant of the most high God. We have a clinic, free clinic that people attend every month. We've got cottages of elderly. They're doing the work of the Lord. They are, but they're blinded right now. And so I got to help stay there and help my pastor understand. I begged him. I told, I called him one day. I said, pastor, this is before they started the, the video of the lady, the same video on news playing with her falling out. Remember that? Remember that video? No. Okay, so on the news, on the regular media, and I, and I don't watch that, but I was looking to see what kind of you know garbage they're feeding the public. They had this lady, and they're, they're able to change the angle of the video. So it looks like multiple videos it's the same video and it was a chinese lady in china with a face mask on falling over and and writhing and all this oh yeah yeah yeah. yes and so they they played that over and over and over again and i was like i called my pastor please he said something doesn't seem right with this i said pastor please hang on to that thought i said it's it's all a lie man and and it's like i begged him and i said brother i said brother and my wife is this, I like the word seer. It's very, it's, it's, that's what they used to call prophets. But a seer is someone who sees. So we're seers, brother. I'm a seer. My wife is a seer. You're a seer. Anybody who sees is a seer. Okay, see, sees the reality. I called him, so I'm talking to him. I said, brother, there is a literal spirit of darkness over us right now, so thick that I can see it. It looks like, like somebody had a nebulizer and sprayed black something into the air. I said, I can look up. I called my wife outside. I said, baby, look up at the sky. It was, it was, it was black. And, and he said, well, I only see light. If the light is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? That's scripture. Okay. And I begged him. I tried to get him. Now, now though, they're beginning to see, wait a minute. And it's not about me being right. It's about helping them to navigate through these end of the end of days. It's God's will that none would perish. Right. And, um, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge and understanding, folks. Um, and like my brother, he's so well stated, is that all of these little pieces are parts of a big puzzle. And not any one individual has all of that puzzle. That God has saw fit in these end of days to, to place all of these puzzle uh, people who understand the puzzle pieces all over the world. And, and like, the what is it Elijah said? Oh, I'm the last one left. I'm the only one. And I'm the, and the, <laughs> He's man, like, I got 7,000 you don't 7, know nothing 000. about. <laughs> yes. And listen, and I'm reminded by, by Holy Spirit, no, man, you're not alone in this. 
You're not alone. If you're listening to this and you feel like you're alone, I promise you in the name of Jesus, you're not alone. Uh, it can get lonely at times, even when you got people around and you know you can't even say the things that you know. You just can't. And some people don't go into a, a corporate body, a, a local church for that reason. And I think that's a mistake because there's more to this walk of faith. We, we need to be around people who are excited about knowing Jesus, even if they don't know what you know. It's okay. They just don't yet know what you know. And, and there are things that you don't know that you don't know, <laughs> myself included. I, I, Holy every once in a while, I think, well, now I got, I got it down now. Nope. I've come along with another piece of that puzzle, like Brother Rod just said. And I go, oh, wow. You know, and um, in my book, brother, I cover so many of these subjects. I don't cover biblical cosmology in there. I, I, I purposely left that out. Um, but I cover a number of other things that even people who know so much still reject um, adamantly. And um, I do mention the things that have taken place that have veiled the minds. One of them is 9-11. That was a tra trauma-based mind control event, and it traumatized the entire world. And, and it, it changed. It changed dare I say, the spirit of, of the people around the world. It, the trauma was so great. And then, then the whole COVID experience was another trauma that was, was it, where have you ever seen the entire world participates in a lie? I've never seen it. Well, I'm sorry, World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I write about that too. Okay. Yep. Yeah. The entire world. Oh, Vietnam. Well, that was mostly United States, but still we had multiple, you know, French and everybody else in there. Um, uh, every war, by the way, and I mentioned this, look, every war is demonically inspired. It is not righteous. No one wins in an argument and certainly no one wins in, in a battle where we're killing one another. The only one that that sort of wins, if you could say he wins, is 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 Satan. That there is no, unless it's for the most high, there is no righteous battle for democracy. We're a republic, folks. Please don't say democracy anymore. Please. We're a republic, a nation of laws. Democracy is communism on steroids. I know I'm jumping all over the place. I'm, I'm trying to throw these sound bites out there. So it's like, these are little puzzle elements. Like brother Rod said, these little understandings will open up your mind and you'll start examining things differently. Like Paul says in uh, Hebrews 10, that you, you practice discernment. So you can discern good from evil, right? Exactly. And this has been, you know, an edifying and educational conversation, just wondering what other great exploits are yet to be done and being bold as a lion, right? Yes. I've seen this meme, David, and I'm not, I'm not big on social media. 
Um, I don't have a large presence there. I don't spend a lot of time there, but I did see a meme where it was like, you know, the enemy hides wolves inside of sheep's clothing. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, that's okay because God hides lions inside of lambs. And I'm like, <laughs> man, that's what we're about to see. We're about that's to see good. this generation. Yeah, it was a meme on social media. Like, I don't even know who, who created it. I wish I could give them credit for it. But just to recant that, because there's so much truth in that. Because we're about to see a generation of people rise up, just like Isaiah 61. Right. Arise and shine. For the glory of the Lord is coming. Yes. Rise up does not mean that we're going to take up arms and go take over the White House. No, it literally like stand on your feet. Yes. Do all that you can to stand in reference to what the New Testament says when the Apostle Paul is is saying, do all that you can to stand and then stand thereof. But that light that comes is not our own light. It (laughs) says, now the glory of the Lord is risen upon you for gross darkness will cover the earth and cover the peoples of the earth. Awesome. But the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you. Dude, that's cool. That's Isaiah 60 verse 1. And I, I, know, you know, I know, I know, but it's still cool. It's so cool. <laughs> that's our hope, right? Our yes, hope is in right. what Christ did, who he is, and who he calls us to be. For we are not qualified of our own wise words or our own works or our own position, our own standards, but we are qualified by the accepting and believing by that blood which was paid for those who belong to him. And we know his voice if we belong to him. So, man, listen, what I plan to do with you, okay? I want to do a, a mini series. I want you to come back in the very near future. Okay. And I want to get into some more of these topics. Because there's people out there that do have questions and me, myself, I have plenty of questions, but the goal is going to be to bring some encouragement, some edification, just like we did here today. I hope we did. I hope we did. Oh, definitely did. That's it's, it's not going to return void. I can guarantee you that. And then we also need to break down and compartmentalize some more of these ideas because there's some people in the teeter totter right now where they have very valid concerns. And I want to try to help them through that. But before we close out, plug in where you can be found. And um, then I'll have a final question for you before we end this episode. Okay. Excellent. Thank you very much. So uh, just one last thing you were prophesying and I don't know that you knew it. Um, I did a teaching within the past year that in the end of days, which we are in, God is going to call out a, a, a an army of double portion Elishas, okay, in the end of days. So where 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 sin abounds, grace abounds greatly. That's scripture, folks. So yeah, it's getting dark out there, and there's it's ridiculously evil. Guess what? Your light. The who is who is Christ Jesus? Okay, just like my brother just said from Isaiah sixty, which is um, I'm going to go reread it. You're going to shine the light of Christ, and God is rising, raising up an army of double portion Elishas in Jesus' name. So, you can find me. Uh, there's a website I have called JesusFreakComputerGeek.com. You can also look for floodofai.com. That will take you to a section directly related to my book, which you can find on Amazon. If you search in Amazon simply for flood of AI, it will come right to the top. 
and um, it should anyway. So my book is called The Coming Flood of AI, The Rise of the Nephilim Spirits. In it, I demonstrate the direct connection between the flood of Noah's day and artificial intelligence. And it's important to note because Jesus said it would be as it was in the days of Noah. So it shall be when the son of man returns. Right. And, exactly. and also there's an allusion to the flood that most people miss myself included. Holy spirit opened it up is Daniel two in the end of the part about uh, 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 the, the uh, dream you know, uh, 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 where the statue and the last kingdom there is a, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but shall not cleave one to another. That's speaking of the same thing. And maybe we'll explain to that, uh, that in the next, next, next talk. Um, so send me an email at flood of AI at gmail.com. And you can call my cell directly. I, uh, I feel compelled to put my cell out there, it is 839-248-5227. And uh, that's pretty much how you can find me out there. And I also will have a link in the details of the show notes, you guys, where you can go directly to David's website and get all of the information uh, about his website and find his book as well. And... Uh, Man, I just want to say thank you. It's been an honor to have you here on the show, but I want to end it with a single question. If okay. this was the last time, David, that you got on the mic and were able to speak to the millennial generation, to every generation, what would be your words to them? I think of the words of Jesus, Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Sorry. I'm going to have to redo that. While I'm saying it, that's all right. Leave it. Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. We need to have that in our heart because Jesus has led the way. That's what he said. We need to commit ourselves to the most high God. The world has shown you a false Jesus, folks. All you got to do is ask to know him. Ask. <laughs> It's a very simple thing. Now, listen, don't think, oh, yeah, sure. Okay, man, I would just blow it off. No, no, because God even knows. He even says in the scripture, he knows before you even say the prayer. He knows. So in your heart, if you want to know the, the God of all creation, ask to know Jesus Christ of Nazareth, because all things were made through him. There's nothing that was made that was not made through him. Commit your spirit to the most high in Jesus name. Well, that is it. That's the show. You guys, you know, the deal, share this with your friends, family members, share it with your pastor, share it with your doctor coming to you from Southeastern Pennsylvania. God bless and goodbye.
Let's go.